Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ho, ho, ho! Hello, it is Annie. Welcome to Changes. It is Christmas next week. How the hell did that happen? Uh, I do not know, but I'm very happy that you are here and joining me for a very special episode. An episode where we decided to look back at the year 2022 and to see how we have changed and how the world around us has changed. And to do that, we thought we would catch up with someone who's had the most momentous year where her career has changed irrevocably. Yes, we are catching up with one of the busiest pop stars of 2022, Rebecca Lucy Taylor, otherwise known as Self Esteem. After releasing her second album, Prioritize Pleasure, last year, Self Esteem has had a bonkers year with huge changes in her career. She was nominated for Best British Breakthrough Act at the Brit Awards, the Mercury Prize, three NME awards. She extensively toured in the UK and America, performing at over 30 festivals, played Glastonbury in an iconic outfit designed to honour the shopping centre in Sheffield, Meadowhall. We get into that. She supported Adele at Hyde Park. She made the soundtrack for the excellent play Prima Facie with Jodie Comer. She performed the Live Lounge on Radio 1, later with Jules Holland, Graham Norton on telly, appeared on the front covers of Stylist and Grazia and many more, and had billboards all over the country with her lyrics on them. Her lyrics have become mantras for how to live our life. People are getting them tattooed on them left, right and centre. Examples such as, getting married isn't the biggest day of your life, all the days you get to have are big. And, you're a good sturdy girl. Rebecca's lyrics are so blisteringly and brilliantly honest that it's hard as a woman to not listen and just kind of be gobsmacked because she's speaking to your soul and speaking for you in many many ways the way she talks about relationships her exes uh everything from sexting to her friend's birthday barbecues not having kids marriage like there's no stone left unturned and uh as well as these incredibly honest funny and sometimes really moving lyrics you have this incredible soundscape behind her beautiful pop production gorgeous kind of choral backing vocals and then these songs that she writes she is the most gifted songwriter like there's not one dud on her album Prioritize Pleasure it is so consistently brilliant in terms of her songwriting understandably everybody is talking about the album this year and everybody's playing it and the gigs have been huge I was lucky enough to see her play in the Kentish Town Forum at the start of the year and it was just really something to see the kind of adoration from the fans it is bonkers going to her gigs now so I was so happy to be able to have some time with self-esteem to look back on this bonkers year we met in a pub in Hackney Wick at the end of November just as the World Cup was kicking off there was tinsel Rebecca was hung over because she'd recorded an episode of Taskmaster the night before and she had a bit of a cold we had a hoosh it was the loveliest way to look back at a mad mad year Welcome to Changes, Self-Esteem. Self-Esteem. Shall I call you Rebecca? Yes. Welcome! Hello! She's got a pint! I got a pint! Because I was drunk with Carol Vorderman last oh, night. Oh, mate. It was New Year's Day yesterday in Tellyland. Yeah, this is Tellyland, everything's and early. Christmas. So how was New Year's Day in Tellyland? Well, very boozy. Yeah. <laughs> and very fun. I ended up on the floor with Carol Vorderman. Oh, my God. I love her. That's I can't the best stop Christmas thinking about her. Ever. Can't stop talking about her. Why? Why? Was she different than you thought she'd be? She was just fab. I just got on with her immediately. Do you know what as well? She turned to me after we'd done the recording. She went, you're a clever girl, you, aren't you? And I thought, I've just come. <laughs> <laughs> it was the hottest she thing anyone's ever said She also inadvertently quoted one of your lyrics at you. I know, yeah. <laughs> but it's, that's my thing. I'm like, please, I hate... It's such a cheap shot to think I'm thick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like My yeah, whole yeah. life, people have wanted to... 
call me a dippy blonde. Yeah. And so when someone notices that I'm clever. And when a clever oh, person notices that. Carol Waterman notices. Sorry, I've already gone no, off, off piece. I love it. But yes, I've got to pint because I'm hungover. You're hungover <laughs> and you've done the best thing. What I would always do in your case is have a nice cold beer. It just fixes you immediately. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with a reminder of the biggest changes in 2022. Just to give you a little update. So we had Partygate in oh January God. with the government. We had, in February, Russia invaded Ukraine. In June, Glastonbury and all the other festivals came back for the first time in three years. In July, England won the Women's Euro. In July and August, the Commonwealth Games happened. August, Notting Hill Carnival. We had a record-breaking heat wave in the summer. September, the Queen died. Q-gate happened. By October, we had had three prime ministers in three months. <laughs> TikTok took over everything. The recession started. Cost of living crisis was in all the headlines. And now we're in November. World Cup in Qatar. Hugely controversial. Like it's been a mad year when Thank you list you those for things. That. That's really helped me out. Good. I'm quite displaced in my life. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, that, it's been a mad year. It's been a mad old year. I think we're all going mad. We are all going mad. Then in the world of celebrity... Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars in March. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. That whole defamation trial was from three months, April to June. Um, there was a big thing with pop stars changing their lyrics. We'll get into that after the public kind of said no. Um, there was Kanye and Julia Fox. Pete Davidson everywhere. Jade Adams mania on Strictly. And most recently, Elon Musk buying Twitter, which is the most dystopian thing I've ever come across. Oh and it's terrifying. But let's start. Rebecca, with the beginning of the year when Joe Lysett became everyone's hero in... Remember the fake Sue Gray report? Do you remember that? <laughs> I have it here, one of my favourite things oh my from God. it. So he basically faked the Sue Gray report about Partygate. He said on number four, at one party, a senior minister insisted all cabinet ministers get onto a table and perform pure and simple by hearsay. <laughs> it was a seven-note thing with the full cabinet office logo and they thought it was real. He fully, fully faked the government. He tricked them. He is so wonderful. That was so sad as well. I'm like, it's that easy. It's that easy. They're that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and madly now that we're talking, like he is in all of the news this week, yeah. because he has done this stunt with David Beckham, threatening to shred £10,000 in cash if he didn't stand down from his deal with Qatar for the World Cup, which is happening at the moment. This is obviously because of their human rights record. It's illegal to be gay and can be punishable by death in Qatar. And David Beckham has done this big deal with them. So Joe was like, you're going to lose the entire gay community if you don't just like well, publicly stand yeah. down. He's but profited from the community for years. And, and David Beckham didn't even respond, right? No. So he then did this amazing stunt where he looked like he was sh sh shredding the cash. Then he said he... He didn't actually put it all to charity, but he did shred the attitude cover with David Beckham on the front, which was, it was beautiful. incredibly symbolic. Um, do you think anything will change with the World Cup? I don't. I think that the government leads. So when they just don't mention anything, if they, mm. if they never say sorry, they never explain anything, mm. there's no accountability. So when like the literal leaders don't do that then why david beckham's just gonna go all right then me neither yeah like it's it's to so toxic about hum humanness yeah that this sort of like no accountability and yeah. you wait long enough and it moves because that's the nature of our news cycle now mm. so it's grim and terrifying mm, absolutely <laughs> and god bless joe lysett um well that's the thing it's like Joe is like a comedian and a presenter, but he's actually a fucking artist. He's yeah. doing like what? That's what I felt watching that video. It felt like performance art. Yeah, he mm. is. He's an art. Like all of this is art. Like it's mm. shining a light back at, at like the bullshit. Mm. It, and it's genius. I had an amazing time actually on the internet yesterday. <laughs> because it was real. Just it was real like wheat from chaff kind of yeah. way to see like people I love or respect being like, Oh, uh, can't do that in a cost of living crisis. I'm like, wow, it's amazing. You know, like mm. no critical thinking here. Mm. People are just foaming at the mouth to prove a woman wrong or mm. prove a queer person wrong. Yeah. And it was like, but what Joe did, he knew, you know, the baseline, it was nothing but positive. He was able to predict yeah. what people would yeah. say as well. That's why he's a and, genius. And also, I'm obsessed. if you couple that kind of 
what you're saying about people waiting to kind of talk down to women or yeah. queer people, as well as the kind of very binary nature of social media where everything is either love, hate, yes, no, yeah. right, wrong, then there's no nuance. They, there's, no. You know, there's no room for complexities. No. It's so clever, isn't it, what yeah. he did? Um, he came on this podcast and told us that he came up with the name steamers for your fan base he did. is that correct he did <laughs> he did it's annoying he's very influential in my life i love it uh, he's beautiful beautiful person he actually makes me up my game yeah bit, creatively i want to impress joe so it needs to be good i like that that's what friends should be for yeah you, yeah. you want to you want to impress them they need to yeah. matter yeah um so listen i looked up your instagram at the start of this year the first post that you did you said doing absolutely loads of shite for your ears and eyes and groins <laughs> this year. Babe, Wait. You, you fucking smashed it. Where did I say that? I wrote that down. Where did I say it's, it's, it? It's, it's a copy on your Instagram, That's yeah. That's funny. <laughs> and then it's, it's mad looking laugh. at your Instagram over the year because it's like... Oh, God, it all went <sighs> bananas. It went bananas. But at, at what point did, did banana level, like... After Glastonbury. Right, really. I feel like I promoted an album in a normal way. And then Glastonbury happened and then I sort of had to re-promote an album the that's still thing. happening now. Yeah. Like, and I'm not complaining. Yeah. But I do feel completely just crackers. I, uh, but I think it's, it's this weird mix of like, I've always been ready to work this hard. Like, I've always wanted to work this yeah. hard and n I never had enough to do. Yeah. Literally, when I was in a band and no one else had ambition, I was like crawling the fucking walls. Yeah. I used to walk from, ba I was living in Ballam, I used to walk to Topshop Oxford Circus. <laughs> For something to do. <laughs> I also had a low-key, like, calorie issue where I was obsessed with, like, burning calories. So it wasn't healthy. But that, like, yeah, yeah. I'd love to even walk 10 minutes now. Yeah. I'm just having pints. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> podcast to podcast. <laughs> so, it, yeah, arguably, I was healthier back then. But, I, uh, no, it, it's, it's amazing. Mm. And I'm very excited. I've got this, like, dream. And I, and I'm, I try not to live like this, but... I feel like in about six months' time, we will have figured out what to say yes to, what to say no to, how to, like... At the moment, you're saying yes to everything well, still because it's, like, yeah. you want to Because it's never been my life. Yeah. I've always yeah. wanted it to be my yeah. life. But now I'm, like, I think we can let go. I think not for long because I always want to work hard, but mm. the pressure of saying yes, pressure of, like, I need to earn money and all these things that I've lived 36 years with, mm. like, now yeah. I'm, like... Oh, it might be all right for a little bit, so I might be able to have. I need a work-life balance. I mean, honestly, like I can't tell you how liberating staying no is. I, mm. I got into a, a tr like a phase of doing it that I think I took too far. <laughs> you were like, well, no, I won't collect yes, the no? kids from school. <laughs> no, but I just said no to everything <laughs> to the point where my management Did were you? like, should we even put stuff to you? I'm like, for the first time in my life, I had a plan in terms of I knew what I wanted and I knew what I wanted to achieve. Yeah. So saying no was really easy because things either served the plan or they didn't. Anything mm, that baby. didn't serve the plan went. Yeah, bitch. And it meant that it meant that all of the yeses were so constructive because they were yeah. serving you. It was so good. Yeah, I can feel that starting now. But yeah. we, we, there's always like a six-month backlog of what I did say yes to yeah. when I was still like, yeah. And oh. obviously COVID <laughs> in the middle of it all. Like, oh, it's all, it's all. Yeah. Like this year when you were just talking about it, it's like as humans, it's a mad one. This mm. first year back or whatever. Yeah. And then on top of it, like, my life has completely changed in terms of my career. My career is my life. Like yeah. I've always put it first. Yeah. Music is more important to me than absolutely anything, mm. to a detriment sometimes. And right. for my life to have changed in the year that everyone's life changed to a certain degree, I just yeah, it's just double whammy. Yeah. But it's bliss. Like it is really beautiful, and I'm so grateful. But it's just, you know, I'm sick of people going, "Oh, look after yourself." I'm thinking, what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> What do you think I'm trying to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's yeah. a funny one where it's like, I am doing what I always wanted to do. Yeah. But now, like, pe people who love me are going, ooh, mm. ooh. Mm. And I'm like, I'm like, well, what do you want then? Do you want me to be depressed walking to Topshop every day? Yeah, yeah, instead? yeah. Instead, was that yeah, better yeah. for you? Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's a, it's a funny one. But it's finding the happy medium between both, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I do agree with it to a point. But mm. I'm also like, when I left the band and I, I'd listened to this podcast with, um, Bianca Del Rio on yeah. with RuPaul yeah. and they were talking about Joan Rivers and they were saying that she always used to say I love to be dog tired at the end of the day like bone tired because I've worked so hard and I sleep soundly and I get up and I do it again and I remember being in my kitchen in Margate with fuck all to do being like that's what I want to be I want to work my tits off yeah, yeah. 
so it. now you've got it. And yeah. this, this is probably the first year where you can really safely say, I know what it feels like yeah. to have everybody want me to do everything and yeah. for me to be saying yes. And how does it feel? Well, it's just a very long-winded exposure therapy to people pleasing. I'm like, we really didn't have to push it this far. Yeah. But um, yes, now it's now it's a new level of uh, what serves me. You're right, like mm. what you said, what's, what serves the plan, what serves mm. me. And have you a plan? Or is that yeah. something you want to come up with still? Well, the plan was always this, get to yeah. this point. And now it's just going to be very interesting, isn't it? Mm. Like, what will happen? I know if I wanted to now, because I keep going on bloody telly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'll go, yeah, I'll say yes to this. And then I think, yeah. no, people just want you because they're not used to pop stars like I don't know having a northern accent yeah well having a northern accent but also having like a personality where they're witty and funny and smart well every tv producer's dream because you you don't have a filter you say exactly what you think (laughs) but then people go oh I love your I love the way you do that I'm thinking what what What's everyone else doing? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, she's lovely. I'm thinking, I'm not that lovely. Yeah, you're like, yeah, are people awful? You're you. <laughs> and that's the thing. So many people have a front. They have a front that they put on. They have an Why act. I know. It must be exhausting. You must I don't know. knackered. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm loving it, but we do need to, yeah. I need to either get an assistant <laughs> or I need a get an bit assistant. of time. You're at the point where at the start of the year you didn't need an assistant. It's now cool, you do. that, isn't That's it? a change. Well, it's so weird in music because it's so feast or famine. Mm. And I'm very aware that, like, yes, everyone wants a bit of me this year. Mm. But in five years' time, will they? And mm. But you, I, I realised recently you can't live like that. Like, I can't, like, yeah. Yeah. destroy yeah. myself to in case. You just yeah. have to make good work have good intentions and I've got a little bit of a hope that it it will continue to be Mm. like what I want. I think as well like um, with you there's so much wisdom in having lived um, before you became super famous Mm. and I think that really helps with things like longevity because you're you're you just yeah. you're just a bit more in your skin. Oh, you know God. who you are. If this happened at 26, I'd be such an arsehole. I know, mate. And I, I would the be same. deeply unwell mm. in, within mm. a few years. Mm. I mean, I'm quite unwell, <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I've got. You know, I can joke about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, fascinating, isn't it? And I keep talking about age because they love to tell me how old I am in the press. They love. But to you tell them first, which is the, yeah. another fucking brilliant thing. You say you put a thing yeah. on Instagram saying I'm 36. Yeah. Imagine that. Get over it. Yeah. People are still like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why? Yeah. What's shocking about the fact that time has passed and I am yeah. aging? <laughs> it's mental. Do you know what? It's yeah. the only thing that definitely happens. Yeah, but the thing, the thing that in your very existence and your honesty and your authenticity is you are changing the game for other people to follow in your path and be 36 and launch a career and you know not feel like there's an end point to being a pop star i hope so yes then i did have an mri on my back and i've got two bulge discs and he and i was like oh what's caused that and he was like well it's just normal for your age (laughs) and i thought oh you can't say that i'm going about saying pop stars should be allowed to be older and then i'm like oh actually physical handicaps of age they need them discs <laughs> to not be bulging. So September yes. was a a big month for many reasons. <laughs> um, you were up for a Mercury Prize, <laughs> and I just loved how this is another thing I love about how you talk to the world in that you're so honest. People are afraid to say they want things. And you were so honest about what it meant to to be there for you and why it was so important for you and, you know, all of that. And then the Queen died. She she did, didn't she? The Queen died on the night of the Mercury. I was in the judging panel and the the guy who runs Mercury walked out, came back in and was like, the Queen's dead and we we can't go on. Is that what happened? Yeah, we had to just suspend the entire judging. And I remember feeling so sad for the artists who had to spend a fortune on stylists and makeup. And I I remember saying, can't we just have a red carpet so they can get their picture taken? And then that was deemed not respectful, um, you know, which in retrospect was probably a good thing, you know. Yeah, no one knew what to do. Mm. We were all stuck in a hotel room. It was like succession. Yeah. Like, everyone's on laptops. My TV pluggers, like phone would go and we'd all go <gasps> look up at it it was really weird I, yeah. I'm grateful to the, all of it because yeah. you, you know I don't know if the universe sent the queen 
yeah. the final <laughs> days that day for a reason, particularly for me personally. Yeah. But it was interesting. Yeah. And it taught me a lot, actually, about, um, you know, I parrot on about big days don't exist and stuff like this. Like your wedding day, but that's all bullshit Every day to me. should be a big yeah. day, yeah. And, but, but the Mercury's felt like my wedding day. Like, the, yeah. the, we woke up people sending me, you know, emotional messages from people who don't normally About speak About your like big that. day, yeah. yeah. Saying how much they love me, the whole band, we were all telling each other how important we are to each other. My parents came down, my parents sort oh, of don't, no. they do come yeah. to stuff, but they're, they're, they're very kind of like, yeah. private people. It was amazing that they were there. And we shared all that all morning. I thought, oh, this is probably what getting married's like. And yeah. it did, and everyone cared about me for yeah. that day yeah. so yeah. much. And yeah. yeah, I got a taste of that, and I thought, mm. It just doubled down my theory that, like, to live for a certain day is is not a healthy thing to do mentally. Because, yeah. mm. like, it didn't happen. It yeah. didn't exist. It, yeah. Again, it was a very long-winded way no, <laughs> to learn a lesson. Yeah, it's a, re- it's a really good lesson. It's a really yeah. good lesson. Funny one, though, man. Yeah. It, and then, obviously, the when we did do it, mm. it felt very different. Did um, your parents get down for this? Yeah, they did. Oh, they did. Good. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't actually even spoke about it yet. I haven't really thought about it. Yeah. I'm so glad Little Sims won. Yeah. Cause the, but there was so much, so many people gassing me up as if it was going to happen for me. God. And I was a bit like... Yeah, that's difficult. That was really hard. Mm. Like, no no offence to anyone else in that mm. room that mm. night, but they, t- it was like, the camera was on me, the camera was on Sims. Both oh our bands were set on. God. They rushed me backstage to touch up my makeup. Really? Yeah, babe, yeah. And I was like... Wow. It was sort of harrowing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Nobody's fault. It's the nature yeah. of the game, isn't it? But yeah. it, it was a lot. It was a lot. But again, the after show party where you arrived in full morning attire. Yeah. Well, I had that f- for the um, the first time round. Right. I had this whole black Vivian Westwood mm. um, wedding dress with mm. black veil, <laughs> and we'd got roses. My whole idea was. If I win the Mercury, I'm turning up in my wedding dress, but yeah. my wedding dress is black. But if yeah. I don't win, I'm turning up in mourning. Yeah. But when the Queen was on her way out, but it looked like we were still going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> this is all on camera as well, because um, someone's following me around making a doco. Yeah. But we were like, me and my stylist were like, maybe not the veil. <laughs> oh, the queen, the yeah. queen time, we were like, yeah. maybe I can still do it. Just not the veil. Okay, yeah. not the black veil. <laughs> like discussing what would be respectful. What would be appropriate. Oh, what a mad time. <laughs> what a mad time. What a mad time. And, and, and it was just like zooming out on culture and the queue gate and everyone talking about the queue. David Beckham again, fucking getting in the queue for 12 hours. Like it was, it was everywhere. And then, and then there was that point where Sky News or someone misreported that there was a protest in central London and they thought that the people protesting were in fact people um, mourning the Queen and everyone was like no they're protesting against oil or something and yeah this year has really taught me that I don't know if you felt like this but growing up I, I always thought somebody knows all of it <laughs> do you know what I mean like somebody's in charge somewhere <laughs> and this year has completely and utterly dispelled that and then so <laughs> no one has a it's fucking clue about anything it's the biggest <laughs> rule everyone needs to learn in life <laughs> yeah I, I remember still held on to a bit of it yeah no one has a fucking clue everyone no. is blagging it absolutely some people everyone. better than others but everyone is blagging yeah. life talking about um that matt hancock bringing it back to the start of the year oh my god you need to see rebecca's face when i mention his name i actually feel ill but he obviously was you know so intrinsic in covid and so much of the awful stuff that happened around COVID and deaths and making choices and decisions based on people dying. And now he's in I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. I haven't watched it. Have you? No, I can't. I simply can't. Like, my fella's an NHS worker. Do you know what I mean? And it has knocked him... He's trying to heal Mm. from trauma, from that fucking pandemic. And then this is just a slap in the face. And not not just because I'm close to someone who... Just any of it it's like deeply vile and actually like get, get really getting to me and affecting me and affecting people around me yeah. because it's um again it's, it's manipulative and it's not to be like queuing on about it but mm. it is like very terrifying to watch the majority of people be manipulated um in plain sight and not have anything you can do about it yeah I'm a hypocrite, I think. Like, I 
I, I talk like this, but then I go, and I'm just going to open up a different app now yeah. <laughs> and look at things on Vestia. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like I, nice I just bury my head because yeah. I can't. Yeah. This is the thing. There's only so much you can do. You've been very public on social media about how you feel about it. You mm. can't go in there and fucking grab him and pull him out. No. It is if, what it is. Yeah. It's happening. But it's, it's, it's interesting how... I mean, it's like an experiment. It's like a fucking George Orwell novel. It's yeah, like, yeah. you know, watching how people react to him yeah. and then change their opinion of him or not. Or It's just the whole thing is fascinating. But it's an interesting way to look at how politics has changed yeah. with Trump and yeah. all of that. The way that politicians are now becoming kind of pop culture people where you have to like them or dislike them on a personality mm-hmm. level as opposed to just think that their, their um, policies are yeah. helpful. But it's like... The most engaging person in the room often isn't the most fucking nice person exactly. or good person. Yeah. And the most hilarious partner I've ever had was a fucking twat. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's terrifying. They sniffed around me full. I'm a celeb, you know. Yeah, and me. Did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. So no. <laughs> Obviously, no. Not until I needed redemption arc. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Let's talk about TikTok. Oh, great. Because I feel like... I feel like <laughs> have pivot a, to something. I'm have a slur of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> and let's talk about TikTok because it feels like TikTok has really, like, you, consumed... You really um, lured me in with talking about Joe Lysett, something I can do all day. And now, Matt I'm Hancock. troubled. I need to sing. Matt Hancock, <laughs> <smoke>. TikTok, <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> What are you going to do next? Oh my God, babe. I'm trying to think of something funny. I can't. No, what are you going to do I think, next? I think everything. Bye. Next is Wordle. We're grand. We're grand. Next <laughs> <laughs> is Wordle. Okay, perfect. So TikTok. Yeah, love it. I mean, <laughs> are you on it? No. Well, there, there's an account. I tried briefly. I'm not on it yet. Um, I mean, I am on it, it but I me. don't have, I'm the same. Yeah. I've never, never even looked at it or opened it. I can't. I find it unusable. I don't know. I don't get it. People I really uh, but are respect, we just old? I don't know, maybe. Yeah. But there are no people older than me. Carol yeah. fucking Vorderman f- loves it. Does it really well? Yeah. Did you know that? Um, I've just learned that there's a thing called book talk. Like books on TikTok are huge. Oh no, it's mate. Like, how does that even work? Sucks how, for you. Do, how do you? Like, how do you get a book down to like a 13 second clip? I Makes don't understand. So that I'm gonna have to get on it next year. I've got I've got a book will. to sell. I, I, do you know? I'm getting around to. I'm gonna have to. My manager's like, it's fine. You will, you'll find it in your own time. Yeah. And I'm like, still not happened. So FK Twigs and Charlie XEX both talked about having to do, like go what they call viral. Their labels, putting pressure on them for their, for, to find a viral moment within their music, right? You shared a pitch with them and said, do they make Chris Martin do that? Mm-hmm. Which was golden. What do you think about that whole idea of labels panicking and being like, TikTok, viral? It feels like the way labels have changed is that they now wait for something to go big on TikTok and then they sign it. And that's the basis of signing a record now. Has it already gone big on TikTok or does it show signs of the end? It was still around, even when I went solo and I was trying to get signed and, you know, no one really wanted to sign me at all. But even back then it was... um, uh, how many Instagram followers have you got and all that sort right. of stuff it's really ruining art <laughs> I yeah. think 
But then I also don't want to sound like an old crone who's not moving with the bloody times. So yeah. I get it. And I'm happy for it to be how other people do it. I know how I do it and I know yeah. how I think and I know my journey with it. And then sometimes I meet artists that uh, approach music as a, as a product and, and, and like and no disrespect to that at all, but it is yeah. another world. It's like a different job altogether. Yeah. They're waking up in the morning and clocking on to a different um, vocation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I have pangs of being like, you know, if I played that game a bit, what would happen? But I, mm. I physically can't. Mm. And thank God, I've made it a little bit in a way. You've proven I've made that you it don't to need to. Yeah. That can pay my bills, and mm. I've, and it's in my terms. Back at the start of Prioritize Pleasure campaign, the social media department at my label were like, "Well, she's going to have to get on TikTok," and I was just like, "Jesus Christ, really?" Wow. And then like those mm. huge artists, female Florence artists as well, Florence, yeah, yeah, enormous artists that I look up to and want to yeah. be yeah. at the level of when they were having to do it go and publicly saying I don't yeah. want to I just thought oh no again it's the, it, it's the return to like no one knows yeah in my head I was, I was like one day big record label will sign me and yeah. I'll be a star and I'm like no nah, that doesn't happen no but also you don't want that to happen nah. because you, you've you've won you've got a, a record label that trusts you and allow you yeah. to, they to just do don't what you want say anything to me it's which beautiful. is ideal <laughs> you're your own boss like everything is becoming a novelty where suddenly sped up versions of tracks yeah. are doing big on big TikTok like Steve Lacey yeah, yeah. did you see that clip Oh my God, there's a clip of him playing live and one of his songs, it's like a sped up version done really well on TikTok. Yeah. And he, he did the classic hold the mic out to the crowd yeah. and they all knew like three it's lines of the song. Yeah. And then they just all went silent because they didn't know any more than but, that but one small thing. section of the song. Yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah. Well, that, that part of me is like, if David Bowie was alive, would he be fucking with TikTok? Like, I don't yeah. know. We don't know. I, li I like that just as a kind of precedent to set for anything, really. If David Bowie yeah. was alive. Would David would Bowie we, do, do House of Games? Mm. No, <laughs> uh, but I still did. <laughs> <laughs> would David Bowie be on the floor rolling around with Carl Vorderman? Yes. Drugs? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, watch this space. Maybe I'll fuck with TikTok. But for me, it's like, what's at the centre? The, the art. That's not, that doesn't change, really. It shouldn't and, and change. And also maybe... Can I suggest community? Yeah, like yeah, that exactly, word yeah. of, of yeah. having a what family. What is music about? Yeah, having a community of people around you that are really invested in you. Yeah. So no matter what you decide to yeah. do musically, they're there. Yeah, which feels like I just about got you now. Really and have. that, honestly, this is smaltzy, but that's mm. way better than like a million following yeah. on TikTok. Yeah. I can feel that my community, I yeah. can't feel yeah. the ether. Yeah. I don't really want to. Yeah. <laughs> what the ether feels like well also for me I'm, I'm almost oh, here we go but I think to be enormous in those spaces you have to sort of be pretty central mm. I think I'm too divisive I couldn't, wouldn't be able to be me no I think I think the divisiveness would probably be really popular on there <laughs> for me it just feels like such hard work mm. I ain't got enough years left I know now. it's like that thing you said I was reading your um the things, the notes that you put on Instagram, you said some, what was it? You said that there's not enough air and not enough time to breathe it. <laughs> yeah, I do feel a bit like that. Mm. Not that I'm old or whatever, but I I do think now is the time to not waste anything. Mm. I'm not going to waste trying to figure out how to use TikTok. Not when you have a social media team will do it well, for you, no. babe. Classic. What about artists who change their lyrics faced with public pressure? Will it make you think more about how you write? Oh, God. I'm talking about... Taylor Swift, who had to... Uh, did you see this whole thing? No. She had a video. I think it was a video to Antihero. So the, she say fat or something? Yeah, so there was a yeah. scales that she put on and then it came up with fat on the scales and people were like, no, you can't. You can't just demonise yeah. the word fat as, no. as one of your nightmares. You're going to have to say that, which she did. Um, then there was um, Lizzo and Beyonce who had to remove the word. I don't even want to say it. It's yeah. a gross word. But yeah. basically it was very offensive to yeah. people with disabilities. Yeah. So does it change a little bit what you think about how you write songs? Oh, God. I think there's a natural amount of, like, being aware enough, I think. Like, yeah. I think that's just, you've just got enough <laughs> don't sense think to I'd not do, do it. I don't think I'd do either of those things, but I also mm. don't want to, um, you know, cancel culture is, is bullshit. I don't want it's perfect and people make mistakes. There's arguments, isn't there? Like, free speech and, and art and, like, what is right and, right and wrong and all that kind of thing. But yeah. I think for... I think it was right to do that. Yeah, to take it out. Yeah, yeah, to and listen I, to and listen yeah, to people. Listen to people and and be yeah. and and care about that. Yeah. Um. And I also and you weigh it up. It's like 
can the art exist without the offensive thing? Yeah, then take it out. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. The sort of yeah, yeah. For starters, it's not going to compromise your art by taking no. that one word out or one thing. No, mm. but it is an interesting thing about. Someone asked me recently, like, would I go back into records I've made and change anything? And I'm like, mm. oof, that's a horrible feeling because mm. I, I, no, I can't. Like that, yeah. that would be a, a, a revolting, unending pain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do have to put a sort of full stop on th- I, I personally have to put a full stop on things to, to make them uh, therefore exist you know yeah and, um, absolutely so it does um, it freaks me out the idea of going back and changing things but don't be a dickhead about it I think yeah, like yeah. interesting right. things about semantics and, and the word we don't want to say mm. extremely like different word in America yeah but shouldn't be you know yeah. so I think it's, yeah. a, it's you know in a way positive that it was there and this conversation was had to sort of yeah to learn from and make change going forward yeah can i read you some new words that came out this year please, oh yeah rebecca <laughs> situationship mm. fan mm. of that word an undefined or uncommitted relationship apparently i actually think that's quite useful isn't it it's a situationship Nomophobia, fear of being without your phone. Have you ever heard that? Nomophobia. No. I've got it though, for sure. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, I've got a problem, me. I talk all this self-love shit yeah. and I'm like... You just constantly scroll. Well, yeah, I, I posted a meme essay. It was like five, <laughs> five different types of media to consume to stop me from um, yeah. forming a thought. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that is... I, when I've got time, I want to yeah. really, you know, hack in and go try and get back to letting thoughts in yeah it's been too useful to, it's, to stop them yeah i mean you do you put them on your notes i do and so i have enough so, thoughts so to make, write albums that's fine you're making it work yeah but do you find that it's good for your mental health are you are you able to know right this is making me feel shit about myself today i'm gonna start yeah yeah i'm really good i don't follow anything that bothers me right. I'm, or mute things or I'm, I'm actually instagram and stuff i fill it with art and film and stuff nice. like that yeah I don't follow other musicians really because I, I start getting jealous i'm like a, yeah it's impossible not to that in that and even friends, I'm like, I've had to have conversations with people. It's like, it's better for me to not follow you. Yeah. Like, it's better for me to have a real... God, that's, that's a really tough conversation. Yeah. I'm impressed that, you, that you've had those. I did that early on, you know. Did you? Yeah, like a girlfriend of someone I was in, in something with was like, yeah. really fucked off. I didn't follow her. And I thought, babe. Yeah. I'm here with you yeah. face to face. Also, your Instagram's really annoying. Yeah, I that's want to the like problem. You. That's that's <laughs> the problem, isn't it? Everyone has a friend who turns into someone else on Instagram, and it's very yeah. difficult. Fascinating. Yeah, mm. I'm really obsessed with you know, like your girlfriends that the selfies my female friends will post, mm. and I'm like, you're way more like beautiful to me than yeah. that. But it's yeah. so fascinating what image we put off ourselves. Yeah. Even me, I will post yeah. a picture it just happens with my management like there'll be a picture of me posted and i'm like devastated by it and they're like right. you look so pretty or you're so gorgeous yeah. and i'm like god we all see so many different things we do it's uh very fucked up and we're all gonna is we're, we're gonna fry I've, our brains i've got an early. app called freedom it's so oh, yeah? meta so i've got an app called freedom <laughs> right an app that gets me off apps yeah, and you set an hour a day, or I do two hours a day, where you're able to look at everything. Do you? And then you can't look at it the rest of the day. That's interesting. It I is do, amazing. I it do really think, helps. Like, when I've got the time, I'm going to... I'd love to reconnect. I'd love to read a book. Do you know what I mean? I'd love to I'll read. I'll send you the proof, babe, yeah. of my book. That can Go be a on. test. Yeah. God, I mean, you've bought I haven't read a book. book in years. Have you not? No, because of the fucking phone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I read a book and my phone's inside it. <laughs> I read a book and then I go, oh, it's a treat. Within five minutes, I'm going to check my phone. <laughs> and like, as a, um, as a reward for that paragraph you've read, I'm going to check my phone. I'm like, it's fucking mental. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even Instagram with me. I just go on Reddit threads. Of, right. I'm yeah. <laughs> just consuming anything so I don't... Yeah, it's... Um, I've got therapy later today, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good little... Bring it up, uh, yeah, bring it's it up set me off, actually. It's interesting, isn't it? Here's another one that everyone seems to be saying. Low-key. Yeah. Used as an adjective to describe something that you might not want others to explicitly know. Exactly. Example, I am low-key happy that the class was cancelled. It's, it's funny right, that. that. It's just kind of... It's just, it's just kind yeah. of come in. Yeah, it's all right, though. I don't mind it. Yeah, me neither. And then the most... One of the most searched for things this year... The most search for words, mm. Wordle. Mm. That was a big thing this year. Did you ever get into Wordle? No, I, I do it over the shoulder of people sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not that bothered, me. I. 
too busy on your phone. I don't like, do you know what? I don't really like games apart from Uno. Oh, I love a bit of Uno. Yeah. It's been an Uno year. Have you, babe? Yeah. Right. I did go for one week away earlier this year. Yeah. It was a fucking disaster. Why? The minute I got there, I got a cold sore. Oh, My no. neck went. Yeah. Um, something else happened that was it's, very This bad. always happens. As yeah. soon as you stop, your body just goes. Oh. Yeah. I was an absolute raging bitch the whole time. Just knackered. Uh, but then we bought a pack of Uno. It was like yeah. pl- peace. Yeah. Every time I'd start ramping up for another yeah. meltdown, we'd be like, get, the, get the Uno out. out quick. And it works still. And, and good, good for not being on your phone. It's gorgeous for mm. not being on your phone. Um, and then uh, I did 31 festivals this year. Yeah, so we need to talk about that. We took That's, Uno all the way through, though. We had a leaderboard. You? There was a winner. There was a prize. And it's a moment, me and my band, the crew, you know, you like flip a card and it's like two. Yeah. And we had a ra- we had these rounds where we'd go two, 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 yellow, 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 yellow. And me and my drummer was like a beautiful man, very sort of he's not neither high nor low. He's just very calm going through. Great for being on tour with, I can imagine. Oh, he's he's yeah. I can't. I adore Mike Park. I love you. Just a moment. I was looking into his eyes and we were both like streaming with tears from laughing during this round. And I was like, I have never been happy. Um, so yeah, thank you, Uno. So, like, doing thirty-one shows is uh, festivals over a kind of three-month period is such a test for a band. <laughs> like, how have your views or perspectives on being in a band changed this year? Great question. Mm. I am really lucky because the people in the band are—it's weird, like how aligned we are and how wonderful it is. And we've, like, so far, no fallouts, nothing. It, That's it, remarkable. Yeah. And I'm under no illusions about, like, that not being forever, because I don't know how we can do that forever. But I also know the people are so open to communication and, and, and mm. thought and, and a process that I think we'll be all right. It was always going to be fine with them. That's why I said yes to so many. Yeah. But um, my main takeaways this year were, again, it's about worth, like... Mm. Put, me being on a, like half eleven on a Sunday, yeah. I was like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Do you know what I mean? And I, and and it just you know I learned the hard way about like what my worth is this year. I think. Yeah. And those yeses, those initial yeses, it's important to say that you say yes maybe six, seven, eight months before. Like you've already That's announced festivals thing. for next year. Yeah. So, so how you feel at the time when you say yes compared to when you're doing it could be Ooh, vastly, yeah. vastly yeah. different. You could have yeah. completely changed. Yeah. Your career could have completely changed, yeah. which it did. Yeah. What happened was like, I've never had money, ever. Yeah. And they go, well, we're going to pay you this. And I was really blinded by that. Mm. For it to sort of finally be a situation where I was getting paid where everyone's getting paid well. I love paying people yeah. well. I fucking yeah. love that. Yeah. And then I might make a bit. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought got greedy, I think. Yeah. But I also don't regret it because we became this unit that now I'm going into next year. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a new show for my March tour. Wow. And I'm like, we can do anything. And they were like, do you want more players? Do you want staging? Do you want mm. all this stuff? And I'm like, no, nah, I want it just us. I want to like push us even further. And Amazing. As a sort of process, it's been, I think it's like extremely special. And the shitness, and they're like not being paid enough or being on too late mm. that, that mm. happened mm. over the summer. Um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for it. Did it like I fucking hated some of but, it. But it helped you know what your boundaries, yeah, what yeah. you can, and what what's the yeah. best thing for you and your band to, yeah. to be good. Yeah, and you have to mm. do that with me. Actually, you have to make me really physically see something. Yeah, because because yeah. yeah, and the mo- you need to be persuaded. Yeah, by or I need to doing see. It. Yeah, I need to mm. understand the consequences of some of my mm. sort of choices, and mm. it was a very hardcore way to do it. And honestly, the worst, most knackered days. We were screaming, laughing at shit. Like, there's, there's bliss every day with these people. And in my old band, I felt very tolerated every day. I did not know life could be like this. And yeah. it is because of the people. Yeah. But then there's also, you know, there's an argument for, like, you attract what you need or, like... Sure. I became myself and then all this sort of beauty came into my life. Yeah. When I used to pretend or try and be something else, mm. it was a lot less wonderful. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. Um, can I ask you about something that has changed this year and something I'm really interested in is all of these artists and there's at least one hands worth now of big artists who have come out and said I can't tour yeah I can't tour that's been amazing because of my mental health or my anxiety or my actual physical health being fucked from being over touring mm-hmm. um, Mickey Blanco did an amazing Instagram rant about it a couple of days ago and they were like the artist should not be apologising here yep 
it is about the system. Yep. And it, it makes me really think like the live music industry uh-huh. has to change now. Surely off the back of I don't know, Mum. People like Sam Fender who sells fucking mental amounts yeah, of tickets, yeah, you know. Yeah. Or Arlo Parks, these people who are, you know, really got big fan bases and can make a lot of money for people and they just can't do it anymore. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is it is it down to the artist to say no? Uh, I think so. Yeah, um, yeah. I've realised that. No matter how many people in my team love me and, and want me, if I say yeah, then great. Everyone's kitchen's getting paid off. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it is ultimately that. I haven't thought about it enough yet, actually. I've been like, mm, can some help me? <laughs> like, that was my first yeah. sort of vibe. And then I was like, that is toxic and adds to yeah. this bullshit. But I'm also been making music i've been in the industry like 16 years yes i'm part of the problem i've made something from fuck all yes. for 16 years you know to the detriment of my health and my personal life and everything mm. yeah it needs to change for me i'm like so good at it now and it and it'd be beautiful if i could play shows and not be completely fucked by it yeah that'd be nice i think it's like a a, a revelation that's yet to come for me yeah 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 but good on him yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's, it's going to have to change the way they tour. You know, they have to tour less or take bigger breaks between each date. And it's, it's going to be yeah. new, a new rhythm of doing it. And, and also there's... Um, we shouldn't have this many opinions. Like, we shouldn't know this many yes, opinions about so our true. work. So, like, you announce a tour. The amount of people, oh, what? No, my, you're not playing my back garden. Like, literally. Like, <laughs> so that's... If, if you're like me as well, I can't... Yeah, take that really seriously. People like, pleaser. I like don't how, want... How big fun. is it? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, well... Is there access for yeah. the side? <laughs> literally. That's yeah. what I'm like. So, and it starts there. So you're in that sort of pain. Yeah. <laughs> and then you play and then there's reviews about what you're doing. I don't think there should be re- reviews no. of live shows, actually. No. Luckily, most of mine are five out of five, yeah. so that's <laughs> fine. But I did get one that was three... And that was that would be the one that stays with you for well, the entire time. He, he talked about what I was wearing. He talked about. Um, I think I saw that the stage size mm. and things. And I thought, I ain't got any money to give you a massive yeah. show. Yeah, I can't give you 1975. I don't. Yeah. I haven't made that money. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Cl- it was classist. I actually thought as yeah. well. I was like. Some people don't have to um, take money home from the tour. They can put it all back into the tour. Do you understand that? Anyway, yeah, yeah. If I watch a Bowie documentary, I'm like, remember the context that like he made enough money mm. within the first couple of years of his career, probably. To do anything. Because records sold. Yeah. So he could take all these risks and mm. go down these roads. Um, it, do, it all comes back to money. Let's talk fashion real quick. I mean, there is, you know, obviously there's loads of other stuff to talk about, but I don't want to talk about the war in Ukraine because that's, that's talk, fashion yeah. is way more nice for, for <laughs> right now. Um, so we went from joggers and sports gear, continuing post lockdown, right? Everyone was Ooh, like, yeah. oh, let's just keep on joggers. I mean, I was that. I bought about eight different pairs of tracks. Yeah. So a lot of 90s nostalgia, cutouts, platforms, oversized shirts, low rise trousers, think Julia Fox, jeans with bra tops. Yeah. Britney Spears slave for you vibes. Yep. We need to talk about the most iconic outfit of the year, which is your Meadowhall shopping centre. Thank you. Uh, homage <laughs> at Glastonbury. I died when See, I saw See, you that. would understand it, I wouldn't you, as well? It. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember going to um, Privilege in Amnesia, which is a massive club that has a massive dome, and T, my partner, who's from Sheffield, said, it's like Meadowhall. That. <laughs> and, and it was. It was like, wow, we're going, we are. And it feels like Raven in Shopping Centre. And I've never actually been to Meadowhall, yeah. but I drive past it, yeah, obviously, every time you go to Chef. So that, yeah. tell me that got the attention it deserved. Yeah, well, it really did. I've had that idea for about seven years. Oh and it was always like, no one will know what it is. So apart from if you live in Sheffield and well, surrounding yeah. areas, so it ca- it carried on just being on the back burner, and then uh, first time I did Glastonbury, I did the Boots Advantage card thing, yeah. and, and I was like, I want to. I, when I do London shows and Glastonbury, which is a fucking rod for my back now, but I yeah. always try and do a thing, yeah, an event, an event, a costume. So event. yeah, my first big London show was the Boots. The second one, this didn't land as well. You know when you take a selfie and your whole camera really is just like. You, yeah, but all the failed ones, yeah, sort of obsessed with that. So, I made a print of my failed selfie roll, but no one really cared about that one. And then the next one, I was like, next one's going to be Meadowall. Um, and I didn't, uh, for some reason, it didn't happen. Oh, again, it was just a bit like, no one will know what that is, yeah, yeah. And it got all the way around to Glastonbury this year, and I, and I genuinely couldn't think of anything else. I was yeah. like, I ain't got a yeah. 
And Everyone get to push him back. Mm. And we were like, right, we're going to do it. But because I've got Luke Day, who's my stylist right. now, who has changed my life, genuinely, right. like that man is a beautiful mm. person and then their work is incredible. Mm. And I knew I could go, if the outfit is chic anyway, yeah. we'll get away with There's it. There's nothing to lose. Yeah. yeah. So it became, it was a big project. <laughs> so and each dome of a meadow hall yeah. was your bra yeah. Was, was the brassier, yes. the dome and of your bra. And then there was this sort of corset, which was, it was latex, and it was, the corset was the sort of, because Meadowhall is <laughs> it's made of sort of like industrial sort of steel beams and then glass. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the detail, the thought, yeah. the process really of trying to make a, a shopping centre into yeah. a corset. It went, we went through quite a few different processes. Fetish Daddy, Ollie, yeah. who made it. It really worked, and people. And I also think people love that Glastonbury set. My sort of career really yeah. changed after that. I, right. I feel like. Right. Um, and I do think it was a it was a sum of its parts. I think like the show was obviously good, and mm. the crowd were amazing, and I was obviously very emotional and stuff. And people love seeing that, I suppose. But yeah, it was also like the the, the glue that held it together was I was wearing. <laughs> you wearing a, a fucking outfit that looked like Meadowhall Shopping Centre. But uh, Ollie Fet- Fetish Daddy, and when we had the fitting, he was like. The sweat will go somewhere. <laughs> and, I, and I remember being like, all right. Where, though? Because I was going to wear a sort of grey suit, and we were right. like, oh, but uh, we yeah. better. Like, so we put black trousers on. And then during the set, mm. like, I haven't actually watched it back, yeah. but I bet you can pinpoint it. Mm. I was like, I've pissed my pants. I th- honestly and thought, I've, p- I've pissed myself. Because it's, like, not beyond the realms of possibility mm. with me. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was, and then I was like, all these words, the sweat will go somewhere. <laughs> where, where, where? In my head, I was like, oh, it's oh, sweat. Yeah, and I carried out, like, smashing it. I was like, oh, God. You know, like, people go, oh, that's very self-esteem, like something like a bit shit yeah. or whatever. And yeah. I kind of don't like that. Because yeah. um, you want to be the glassy perfect pop yeah. star. Yeah, 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 I get <laughs> but you. it is fair. Yeah. But I did think, uh, I thought even, this is very on the nose even <laughs> for me, if I've pissed myself. <laughs> so good I wouldn't even write that in you know to a sitcom about me I wouldn't even I also wore a white suit once and got period blood on it and I thought come on Rebecca wow but that's kind of an artistic performance artist statement like there is that was a trade off yeah yeah anyway yeah there was a lot of content off the back of that (laughs) right dating apps I know you're in a relationship so I'm not asking you about these but it is interesting some of these words that have come out this year explory dating People questioning their types. So 43% of people on Bumble describe their approach to seeing other people as exploratory. Exploratory. I mean, I am in a relationship, but we are, we're trying to be, we're open and stuff like that. I mean, we're just both too fucking busy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I think that's everybody's dream, isn't it? To be in an open relationship. Yeah. But we say that, but then we do a lot of delivery and sit just next to each other. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't know how open we are anymore. (laughs) Um, But... uh, all of this is so interesting to me and I actually don't want to lose touch with this part of the yeah. world because I'm, I'm going to try and quickly preach my, what I think about all this though. It's like so much about dating, dating apps, all of it is, for, for me, it was always like just be liked, get liked, like win. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like make sure you're not dumped. And that is yeah. such a shy way yeah. to actually connect to a human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That if and when I'm ever back in that world, it's like, yeah. I don't want to be in that world until I can accept that uh, the goal isn't... Uh, to dump and not be dumped. Yeah, the goal is to connect. That means you have to be extremely vulnerable and, ex- and open to no one. Not being afraid of rejection is mm. something to work on much more than like getting a bit of filler in your top yeah. lip or yeah, like yeah, yeah. getting skinnier so someone likes yeah. your pictures more. Yeah. The thing you can actually work on is your mm. safety of yourself. Mm. Somewhat like that, anyway. Well, a lot of people are choosing to stay consciously single this year. 53% of people say they realise it's actually okay to be alone for a while. That's always going to help, I think. I realised recently, again, watching a Bowie documentary. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need to put a link like to this documentary in the notes uh, so people yeah, can movie, go watch Moon it. Age Daydream. Okay. Um, and watching that, I was like, he's like sat about, he's about 32 or something, and they're interviewing him on a thing. Have you got a girlfriend? Have you got a boyfriend or whatever? And he's like, no, I don't have time for that. Like, I'm mm. really focused on my work. And, and they were like, oh, cool. And I thought, fucking hell, men. Male solitude, fine. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Arty. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Female solitude, uh, Bridget Jones crying, mm. yeah. what a fucking loser you are. Yeah. And I was like, that is actually 
Because I shouldn't have bothered trying to go out with anyone till about now. Yeah. Like, I'm not being ready. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's never been that space for me. Yeah. I, I tortured people up and down the fucking M1, you know, uh, throughout my 20s. And, yeah. and, and people tortured me. And it was because I was so scared to be a sad woman on yeah. the sofa. Mm. But then I was like, actually, being on my own is great. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And, um, even if it's Friday, who gives a fuck? And I think that's another thing to fucking push and dispel. Mm. Because I think a lot of women, particularly women who date anyone, mm. it up feels like there's a certain demographic that yeah. do it a bit more than others, yeah. um, get treated badly. But the fear is the Friday night on your own with ice cream. Yeah. And the sooner Friday night on your own with ice cream doesn't seem like the fucking worst thing in the world. Yeah. Because it isn't. Mm then the sooner you'll start making better choices yeah. and being treated better, I think, in theory. Totally. It's the fear of rejection is the ultimate thing to get over, isn't it? And learning that it's not about you, it's about them yeah. and their choices and or even if it, you know, conviction you, in yeah. yourself. Apps should push that, actually. Yeah. Apps should give people help with self-worth and self-esteem yeah. and stuff. So over. true there. There should yeah. be a responsibility there, really. Yeah. Because people will the, go on them more. Yeah. Because you find so many women who go on them and then just are scared off because they're yeah. so fucking brutal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I say in. all this, I'm as fearful of rejection as, as anyone but... Um, power PDA. What's that mean? Big thing this year. Letting people know how in love they are. Machine Gun Kelly and <laughs> Megan Fox, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. Oh, fuck all that. Nah, You're shit. from Sheffield, right? Yeah. Why do, I, why do I... This is maybe Sheffieldist, but I feel like people from Sheffield aren't into PDAs. Oh, no, I'm into PDA. As in all of my experience with, with blokes from Sheffield, are like <laughs> the most unromantic people <laughs> I've ever met in my life. I think it's more about, is it for you, though? Yeah. I love it. Oh, God, I can't stand it. I'm like, don't even hold my hand. It's fine. Yeah, it's Honestly, more, right. what's it for? I always think this, I think Is this for that, us or them? Yeah, and mm. the people that post their relationship a lot on Instagram and stuff, I'm like, yeah. I remember doing that in a relationship, mm. but I was like, that was to make up for the fact that we weren't actually yeah, having yeah. much of a relationship anymore. Yeah. Like, I always think it's a red flag when someone's yeah. on Instagram a lot with their yeah, yeah, partner. Yeah. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, what you're trying to say yeah, yeah. here. It's, trying an, to tell it's us. a funny one, but also, who knows? Yeah. I might be wrong, probably not though. Um, <laughs> Rebecca, what would you like to see change for 2023? Oh my God. For you and the world around you, just a fucking massive question there, sorry to it's end. It's a hard one. I think for the world around me, like empathy. Yeah. More of that. <laughs> Humanity. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think they were like, kindness, yeah. be kind. And I'm like, yeah. I don't think that works. Yeah. I don't think it's about kindness. I think that's a weird word. I think it's about empathy and um, thinking a bit more critically yeah <laughs> and for me personally uh, I, I want to get on the peloton a bit more I mean babe I thought <laughs> well, you wanted loads no? I was but then the disc bulge oh, so, um, so you can't go on the peloton not the minute dances, that's tough it's a shit laugh that because mm. I love I love that bike yeah <laughs> right so get back on the peloton um, I want to be more in the world how do you mean it's been like go 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 this year right and I uh, I'm you and now that's my new thing where I'm like oh I can't because my yeah. schedule yeah and i'm noticing that's the new um uh thing to hide behind yeah okay my, got you like, personal interpersonal stuff got you so i need the schedule to change and i need me to not blame the schedule you want to be able to walk to top shop i do you're gonna have to find to a new about shop three hours and i had a um nike uh, oh fitbit thing yeah <laughs> And you just you kind of like ding 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 numbers going up. Do you know what? No I, I, I actually still do that. I have a meeting once a week in town on a Wednesday, and I've started walking. It takes me an hour and a half. Oh, Bloody love it. It is nice when it's you're doing lovely. it for like a non-freaky reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for you. Yeah. But when you're obsessed, yeah. depressed woman. Yeah. <laughs> <in a laughs> Flight and balum. It ain't it. it. It was not it. Well. And on that note. <laughs> Before you go, what are your plans for Christmas 2022? I'm just excited that no one can email me for maybe three days. Yes. Um, I'm going up north, back yeah. to my mum and dad's. I do yeah. the same thing every time. Me, yeah. mum and dad. I cook the dinner though now. Do you? Yeah. I love going to Sainsbury's with my dad's card. <laughs> <laughs> no matter oh, how, like, sweet. if no I get, how like, much money you got rich, on your own. I'm still going <laughs> to do that. And that's it, honestly. Yeah. I, like, I've never needed time off more in my life. And yeah. The fact that everyone will leave me alone for a day is nice. Great. But I'll be itching to get back on with it. Yeah. The magic of Christmas is lost on me at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But uh, the magic of time off is not. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you, So, babe. yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. Babe, I thank you so much. No, thank you. That was so fun. 
Thank you so much to Rebecca for that conversation. As you can tell, we both had a very good time. Um, it was too short for me. I could have been there for a good five hours and had one of those nice sessions where you just kind of ease in and have a couple of pints. And then next thing you know, it's, you know, 11 o'clock at night and you're doing karaoke. But I had to go and do the school run. So I was gutted I had to leave. But so happy to have that convo. And um, do please share it and spread it around to anyone who you know is a self-esteem fan or just anyone you know who might enjoy looking back at the year in a kind of light-hearted and fun way. So we are going to be back next week with Changes Revisited, looking back at some of the highlights of changes over the years. So you can look forward to those over the festive period. And then we're going to be back with a brand new series in the new year. Thank you so much for listening to Changes, by the way. It just means the world to get your messages, to see those conversations that are moving you and staying with you and helping you in your own way, however small, to change your life for the better. Thank you so, so much. Changes is produced by Louise Mason through DIN Productions. See ya.